Welcome to the Raise with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from Amos chapter 5. Amos chapter 5. Listen to this word that I am raising against you as a lament, O house of Israel. Virgin Israel has fallen and she will not rise again. She is abandoned on her own soil. There is no one to lift her up. For this is what the Lord God says. A city that marches out with a thousand will have a hundred left. A city that marches out with a hundred will have ten left for the house of Israel. Listen, this is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live, but do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not travel to Beersheba, because Gilgal surely will go into exile, and Bethel will become nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will rush upon the house of Joseph like fire the fire will consume, and no one will extinguish it for Bethel. There are some who turn justice into wormwood, who throw righteousness to the ground. There is one who made the Pleiades and Orion, who turns the shadow of death into morning, who darkens day into night, who summons the waters of the sea, who pours them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. He causes destruction to flash against a stronghold, and destruction to come upon a fortress. There are those who hate an arbitrator in the city gate. They despise anyone who speaks honestly. That is why you trample on the poor, and you collect taxes on their grain. You have built houses of cut stones, but you will not live in them. You have planted choice vineyards, but you will not drink their wine. For I know that your rebellious deeds are many, and your sins are numerous, You who are enemies of a righteous man who take bribes. They thrust away needy people in the city gate. That is why a prudent man will be silent in that time, because it is an evil time. Seek good and not evil, so that you may live, and then it will be like this for you. The Lord, the God of armies, will be with you, as you claim. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice in the city gate. Perhaps the Lord, the God of armies, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, the God of armies, who is the Lord. In the city squares there will be grief, and in the streets they will say, Woe, woe! They will summon the farmer to mourn, and the professional mourners to sing laments. In all the vineyards there will be grief, because I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. Woe to those who long for the day of the Lord. What good will the day be for you? It will be a darkness and not light. It will be as if a man flees from a lion, but a bear meets him, or he enters a house and rests his hand on a wall, but a snake bites him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, gloom without a trace of brightness? I hate, I reject your festivals. I do not delight in the aroma of the sacrifices, at your sacred convocations. Even if you offer up to me your whole burnt offerings and your grain offerings, I will not accept them. I will not pay any attention to your fellowship offerings of fattened calves. Get the noise of your songs away from me. I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let justice roll like the waters, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and grain offerings in the wilderness for forty years, O house of Israel? You lifted up images of Sakoth, your king, and of Kayun, your star god, which you made for yourselves. So I will exile you beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is the God of Armies. 
This is the word of our God. This chapter really begins with God singing a funeral song, a dirge, a lament for his young nation Israel, his young nation that will never grow up to, to maturity. And this young nation of Israel, as we see as the chapter goes on, will eventually be destroyed in its youth before it even grows old. And as God sings this lament, um, this is what the Lord God says, a city that marches out with a thousand will have a hundred left. As God sings this lament, he vividly portrays the result of their action. Because God had said, seek me and live. He says that a couple of times, and he says it with a sharp warning um, here in verses 4, 5, and 6. Seek me and live. Do not go to Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Those are the, the northern um, the northern kingdom's places of worship where they would worship their false gods, their golden calves. And Beersheba is all the way down at the very southern edge of Judah, the southern edge of the southern kingdom. And God says, you know, don't go to those places and don't tell yourself that you need to do all these, um, all these stupendous religious works in order to attain my favor. Just seek me and live. And the Lord, who is the God of justice, will be consuming the house of Israel with fire. Well, that's a terrifying thought. And who is this God? He is the one who made the, the stars, the Pleiades on Orion, who turns the shadow of death into morning, who darkens day into night, who summons the water of the sea. Um, this is the Lord who has power and who has authority and who has the ability to both create and to destroy. This is the Lord who is serious and the people have not been treating him seriously. This is, they have not been taking worship of him seriously. They have treated it as a small thing to think, yeah, I'm just going to go through the motions here, and I'm going to worship these other gods and cover all my bases and do what I want, because what is God going to do to us? And God's word to them is sharp and strong. Seek the Lord and live. And then about in the middle of the chapter, we have two of the most optimistic verses, especially in the first portion of the book of Amos here, verses 14 and 15. Seek good and not evil so that you may live, and then it will be like this for you. The Lord, the God of armies, will be with you as you claim. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice in the city gate. Perhaps the Lord, the God of armies, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph." all these statements about seek the Lord and live. Um, God is calling them to repentance. God is calling them to return. And they, in their arrogance, continue to seek what they would want and on their terms. And so what do we see from this? What do we learn from this? Um, there is the question that we need to consider um, on the basis of basically verses 10 through 15 is how do the godly live in an ungodly time? How do godly believers live at a time and a place that is ungodly, that in the place and time where sin runs rampant and where justice is not found? Um, verses 10 and following, there are those who hate an arbitrator in the city gate. They despise anyone who speaks honestly. That is why you trample on the poor and you collect taxes on their grain. He has this vivid depiction of all the things that are going wrong in Israel, even as they comfort themselves with their prosperity and their security. At the same time, God looks at them and says, you are not treating the poor well. You have been taking advantage of one another. Um, and so his call to seek the Lord and live is answered by silence from them. And so God says, verse 13, 
That is why a prudent man will be silent in that time, because it is an evil time. How do the godly live in an ungodly time? You and I know that as the world as the world kind of winds down toward the last day, that things will be getting worse and worse, both in an external way as well as um, internally in temptation, as well as temptations and persecutions against God's church. As and maybe you've seen this in your own life that things are different now than when you what you remember from your youth and you'll be able to say the same thing in a year or a decade from now as well how are the godly to live in an ungodly time well verse 13 14 and 15 a prudent man will be silent in that time because it is an evil time that you and i you and i do not lend our voice or, or our support to a lie to anything that supports ungodly action. We recognize that there's a time to be quiet, and the prudent will remain silent for that time, because it is an evil time, that we don't want to have our words distorted against us, but we'll take, we'll carefully choose the time and the place when we're able to speak up, and when we're able to encourage one another. But verses 14 and 15 are our comfort as well. Seek good and not evil, so that you may live, and then it will be like this for you. The Lord, the God of armies, will be with you, as you claim. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice in the city gate. Perhaps the Lord, the God of armies, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. And it's this reminder that even if even if the moral standard, the ethical standard, continues its downward slide, even if other people are lying and cheating and cutting corners, that you and I have a different standard that we live by. We live by the Christian faith that our Lord has created within us. We live by the truth that this Lord, who is a God of justice and holiness, is the one who has come and made his dwelling among us. And we want to honor him with our lives, that we want to live in such a way that, yes, we choose our time and our place. We do not support those lies um, that the world would peddle for their own gain and profit. We do not speak up in favor of, of injustice, and we do not sit back as others are cheating and swindling. But we take heart, even if there was a time when you were terrified, even if things would be as bad as they were in the northern tribes of Israel, in that northern kingdom of Israel, there is no need to fret, no need to worry, no need to try to make sure that we get our cut and our share by cheating and swindling along with the unbelievers. No, the Lord, the God of armies, is with us. Um, he will be gracious to us. He is with us as we claim. And that statement, that title for God, the God of armies, Lord God Sabaoth, if you remember that term from the old hymnal, the Lord of armies will demonstrate his strength in his time. All we do is we wait and we pick our time and our place carefully, yes. We speak prudently, but we do not speak in favor or in support of ungodly action. That takes awareness. That takes being aware of what our words and our actions communicate. That takes being aware of the issues of our day. And how do we make a clear confession of our Christian faith at a time when, when ungodliness is celebrated? And so as you go about your day, what does this look like? As you go about your day, take a moment to thank the Lord that he continues to be with you, with his power, with his might, and with his grace. And most of all, ask for continued encouragement to, um, to live a godly life in an ungodly world. 
And then as we talked about this past Sunday with our sermon from John chapter 2, when Jesus cleanses the temple, we pray and continue to search that word of God with a godly zeal because it is not our task and our job to fret and worry about the world around us. It is our task and our job and our vocation to take up the study of God's word, to discuss it together, to rejoice in the grace of our God and his power today so that we can speak about that word and that grace confidently tomorrow to our loved ones and yes to those who are near to those who are far and if the day should ever come when we are called to give a truthful account that we speak prudently that we speak truthfully about the grace of our god this is the god we confess i confess that jesus christ is my lord and that he has saved me from sin death and the devil and that yes even if it means sacrifice even if it means pain or suffering this is the lord that i follow this is the lord who has promised to be with me the lord god of armies Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raise with Jesus podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes and let us know if you have any uh, questions or comments um, on our on our current series, Looking Through Amos, and our Saturday series, Talking About Apologetics, Doubt, and Faith, as well as any other comments about the Thirsty podcast, which is also on Saturday mornings. That is consistently one of the more listened to, more downloaded episodes. And I want to thank you for spending a few moments with us today here at the Raise with Jesus podcast. God bless your day.